It's underway with Bobby Klaus landing the first pitch in the air to Willie Davis in center. Don Drysdale trying to win his 18th game of the year against 13 losses. The National League has two 19-game winners now in Larry Jackson and Sandy Koufax. Low and outside to Eddie Cranepool, one ball and no strikes. Now Eddie Cox to the bat, down comes the pitch by Drysdale. Low outside, two balls and no strikes. Next team coming into Dodger Stadium will be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Then a four-game series against Philadelphia for the Dodgers. The Phils are here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pitch over on the outside corner. It's two and one. Wes Westrom coaching at first base and Don Hefner on the lines at third. Two-one delivery. High fly ball. It's a rather short right. Frank Howard drifting in. So is Willie Davis. And in right center, Willie Davis makes the catch. And you can see the white that time as the ball popped up to his fingertips. Two outs and nobody on. That'll bring up Joe Christopher. Joe hitting at 306. 15 home runs and 71 runs batted in. Mets have been playing without their all-star second baseman, Ron Hunt. Ron has a bad back. Getting a little bit better. He can swing the bat all right. Has been taking batting practice. But it's very difficult for him to try and make the plays in the field and try to bend over very much the way the back has been hurting him. Joe Christopher takes the breaking ball on the inside corner. Strike one called. George Altman, the left fielder and cleanup batter, waiting on deck. Now drives Dale over the head. Down comes the pitch. A foul ball hit back toward the crowd. Out of play. Temperature will be around 90 degrees this afternoon here in Southern California. A little bit of smog. However, the skies are a brilliant blue and clear. Not a cloud to be seen anywhere. Very little breeze. Not enough to have any difference in the ball game. Don Drysdale, the two-strike count. Now delivers to Joe Christopher inside and high. One ball and two strikes. Now the pitcher on the way. Inside, he lays off in the count, even two and two. Here are the warm-ups at Candlestick Park for the headline game in the National League between the Phillies and the Giants. Jim Bunning for Philadelphia and Dick Estelle, the rookie left-hander for the Giants. Estelle broke in, made his first start against the Phillies at County Max Stadium and pitched a good game. High pop-up down the first baseline. Up the line comes fairly in foul ground, and he has it to side his up. Strong first inning for Drysdale. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. And the score in the middle of the first inning. The Mets nothing, and the Dodgers coming to bat. Now the Dodgers first inning, and Maury Wills will be leading off against right-hander Jack Fisher. with 46 stolen bases. 
moving toward his fifth consecutive National League Championship in stolen bases. Murray hitting at 275. Jack Fisher trying for his 11th win of the year in this afternoon's game. Murray, a switch hitter, batting left now against right-hander Jack Fisher. Hits the first pitch on the ground. Run down by Bobby Klaus to peg the first in time. A beauty of a play by Bobby Klaus. Now veteran Jim Gilliam playing third switch hitter coming up against Jack Fisher. Beautiful fielding play by Bobby Klaus. He had to go deep in the hole on the right side of the diamond. Now Fisher out of his windup. The pitch, fastball taken high by Gilliam. One ball and no strikes. Let's have the infield and the outfield just to stride to right against Gilliam. Fastball by Jack Fisher, a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. The National League pennant race, the Giants and Cardinals, six games behind the Phils. The Reds dropping to fourth place are now seven games back, and the Braves 11 games back in fifth place. In the American League, the Orioles start today a game and a half to the good over Chicago and leading the Yankees by two. However, the Orioles and the Yankees are even in the all-important loss column. Now the 2-1 delivery. And it's inside, ball three, three and one on Jim Gilliam. Willie Davis on deck and then Tommy Davis. Now Fisher over the head. In comes his pitch. A swing and a miss, and he had plenty of banana on that one. It's all over now in the American League battle between the White Sox and the Indians, and once again, Cleveland has thrown a roadblock in front of the White Sox, winning today 5-4. to four. Breaking ball, low inside. Gilliam draws the walk. So pending the outcome of the remaining American League ball games involving the pennant contenders. That puts the White Sox three games back in the lost column. Final score in the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles have jolted the New York Giants 38-7. Rousing start for Joe Q. Harry. One out and one on. The banner is Willie Davis. Fixed round to Willie is inside. One ball and no strike. In the National League, aside from the game between Philadelphia and the Giants, the Cardinals lead the Cubs 5-1 to one at the end of four behind Kurt Simmons. Cincinnati leading Milwaukee 9-0 after four and a half innings, trying to snap the Braves' six-game win streak. Tonight, Pittsburgh will be at Houston. Now the stretch by Fisher. Down comes the pitch to Willie Davis, and it's over at the letters for a call strike. In the American League, the Yankees lead Minnesota 5-2 going to the ninth inning at Yankee Stadium. Ramos relieves Whitey in the fifth inning. Kansas City and the Orioles tied 4-4 at the end of three innings. Cleveland beats Chicago 5-4 behind Luis Tian. Tian winning his eighth game against only two losses. 
Red Sox lead the Angels 3-2 going to the eighth inning. Washington 2, Detroit 1 at the end of six and a half. One ball and two strikes on Willie Davis. One out and one on. No score last half of inning number one. There goes Gilliam. Line drive into short center field. It'll be a base hit. Played on a hop by Elliott. The play is going to third base. Not in time and no chance for Willie Davis. He goes to second. On the throw to third. The Dodgers were playing hit and run and they make it work. Willie Davis singles to center and winds up on second. He took second on Larry Elliott's throw to third trying to head off Jim Gilliam. Runners on second and third, one down, and the batter is Tommy Davis. We're in the opening inning, the Mets willing to concede a run, playing the infield back, looking for the out to try and cut off that thread of a big inning. The outfield around toward left. Right hand hitting Tommy Davis takes a fastball on the inside corner, strike one. Well, a real shocker in the NFL this afternoon, the Philadelphia Eagles have beaten the New York Giants 38-7. to Cleveland Browns lead the Washington Redskins 20-10 to at the end of the third quarter. Los Angeles Rams 26, the Pittsburgh Steelers 7 at the end of the third quarter. Nothing yet on the Colts and the Vikings in Minnesota. Final score, the Cleveland Browns 27 and the Washington Redskins 13. Now Fisher with a two-strike count on Tommy Davis, winds and pitches, a foul ball hit back toward the press box, no play. Cleveland 27, the Redskins 13, that's the final. Another big upset in the uh, prospect in the Rams and Steelers of Pittsburgh. Two-strike delivery to Tommy Davis. A drive hit toward the alley in deep right center field. It's going to be in for an extra base hit. Rolling all the way back to the wall. Two runs will score. Gilliam and Willie Davis are in. And going to third with a triple, Tommy Davis. Long line drive to deep right center by Tommy Davis. His fifth three-base hit of the year, he drives two runs in. Tommy now, in a hot streak, has driven 71 runs in for the year. Jack Fisher had Tommy Davis two strikes, but Tommy hung in there and triples to score two runs. Now the Mets play the infield in as Ron Fairley steps in against Jack Fisher. Warm-up action now for the New York Mets. Dennis Ryban, I believe, will start to get ready. Pitch taken outside and high. One ball and no strike. It's going to be Bill Wakefield warming up. Dodgers have two runs in. We're in the last of the first inning. High pop-up 
In foul ground outside third, it's playable. Under it is Charlie Smith, and he has it for the out. Now there are two away, and that brings up Frank Howard. Big Frank had four for four in leading the Dodger attack last night. In the American Football League, the Buffalo Bills stunned the Kansas City Chiefs with 31 points in the first quarter and lead at the half, 31-3. to Later today, the Patriots play the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Last night, the San Diego Chargers beat the Houston Oilers and the New York Jets beat the Denver Broncos before almost 45,000 at Shea Stadium. A swing and a miss and a curve, strike one. It's all over at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees have beaten the Minnesota Twins 5-2. Pedro Ramos, the winning pitcher, he relieved Whitey in the fifth inning. Dick Stigman, the loser. Joe Pepitone hit the game's only home run. Swing and a miss by Frank Howard in the count, strike two. So the Yankees now back in the dressing room with a 5-2 win over the Minnesota Twins will be anxiously watching the outcome of the A's and the Orioles, and the A's have picked up a run in the fourth inning to go in front. They lead Baltimore 5-4 at the end of three and a half. Diego Segui pitching against Steve Barber. Bosfield came on in relief in the third inning of Segui. Now the wind-up, two-strike delivery. Way outside, good play by Jesse Gander. Jesse had to lunge out for that. The game last night, Chris Canazero, who has been handling the number one backstopping duties, pulled a hamstring muscle, and it was rather severe. He'll probably be out for two to three weeks. The one-two delivery. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Fisher getting Howard on a curveball, and the side is out. Dodgers score two runs on two hits, no errors, one left. At the end of one, the score of the Dodgers two and the New York Mets nothing. Now George Altman is the batter facing Don Drysdale, and the pitch by Big D is over, strike one. Drysdale winds and pitches. Bounce foul that hit George on the leg, no play. And another upset in the National Football League in Pittsburgh, the Los Angeles Rams have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers 26-14. So the three final NFL scores in right now. The Eagles beat the Giants 38-7. The Browns beat the Redskins 27-13. Rams upending Pittsburgh 26-14. Drysdale winds and pitches outside and high. One ball and two strikes. Dodger outfield just about straight away against George Altman. The one-two delivery. Foul ball whacked back over the upright screen and into the sun-bathed crowd on a beautiful afternoon here in Southern California. Last game of the year between the Mets and the Dodgers. Weather has been sunny and warm in Southern California and in the San Francisco Bay Area where the Mets will be heading following the game today. They are having cold weather. Now Altman cocks the bat, pitched by Drysdale, a grounder, a comebacker, right back to the mound. Drysdale throws to Fairley in time. (laughs) 
Don Drysdale, rubber-armed, hard-working, big right-hander, and one of the few remaining Dodgers from the Evans Field days, leads the major leagues in games started. Big Don has been out 35 times. Also, he leads an innings pitched, 277 and two-thirds, and in complete ball games with 18. Inside ball one. Drysdale right now is riding a four-game win streak. High fly by Larry Elliott, hit deep to left and over toward the corner. Back goes Tommy Davis to the railing, and he makes the catch. Tommy Davis right up against the field box railing by the foul pole to pull in that long fly hit by Larry Elliott. Two men down. Now Jesse Gonder, the batter, against Don Drysdale. Drysdale and Koufax, the great number one and two pitchers of the Dodgers staff, both have amazing control. Drysdale has compiled 24 complete games, winning games in his career, in which he did not walk a single man. Now the breaking ball is over. Strike one call to Jesse Gonder. Next pitcher on the way to Jesse. Brushes him back from the plate. One ball, one strike. The Dodgers needed to attract a little over 26,000 this afternoon to reach the 2 million mark in home attendance. It does not appear that they will pass the 2 million mark today. But they most certainly will pass it in their next game against the Pirates. Rounded down the first baseline, just hit slow. Fielded by Drysdale. He flips to Fairley in time and the side is out. Let's go out in order in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And the score at the end of an inning and a half. The Dodgers two and the New York Mets nothing. At Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, the birds of Hank Bauer picked up a run in the last of the fourth inning, and that game has been tied once again. Kansas City five and Baltimore five at the end of four innings. Chuck Estrada has relieved Steve Barber. Swing and a miss by John Roseboro, strike one. Roseboro has been the leading Dodger hitter against the Mets this year, batting over 400 against them. Now Fisher winding. Pitches fastball on the outside corner. Call strike. Joe Becker coaching at first and Leo DeRocher on the lines at third. Next pitcher on the way. Drive in the air to short center field. Elliott coming at full speed. Reaches down. Makes the catch. A beauty. Larry Elliott racing straight in for the sinking liner. He had to slide on his knees. and He made the catch. His elbow was sliding against the grass, but he managed to hold on to it. Jack Fisher so far has been getting ahead of the hitters rather consistently, but then... The Dodgers have been hitting behind the count and hitting the ball hard. Tommy Davis tripled deep to right center, driving two runs in on the two-strike delivery. Foul ball back to the screen, strike one to Nate Oliver. 
the American League pennant race, the Yankees have beaten the Twins. Cleveland toppled the White Sox. The A's and Orioles are tied 5-5 at the end of four. One strike delivery. Inside and high. One ball, one strike. Now the cheer in the background. They are posting the final score of the Rams' upset win over the Steelers. High infield pop fly out near second base. Bobby Klaus under it near second makes the catch two men down. Two outs and nobody on. They've played an inning now at Candlestick Park. The Phillies nothing and the Giants nothing. Jim Bunning 16 and 4, including a perfect ball game pitching for the Phillies. Rookie left-hander Dick Estell brought up from Tacoma starting again against Philadelphia. Pitched well against the Phillies in his initial start at Connie Mack Stadium last weekend. Now the hitter is Don Drysdale. Big Don, a good hitter. Here's the pitcher on the way. A swing and a miss and a fastball at the letter strike one. Say, if you want to come up with a taste that's right, make it Viceroy. We'll give you a complete rundown on all the scores of the other games at the end of the inning. Right in for a strike, a two-strike count. Must return to Shea Stadium for their final homestand of the year. Tuesday week, September 22nd, a night game with the Redbirds. Low and outside, one ball and two strikes. Uh, that final homestand should provide a lot of excitement with the two ball clubs. Two of the three still hoping to win a National League pennant in pursuit of Philadelphia both coming in. Inside the high is 2-2 on Big D. Cardinals play two games in Shea Stadium and Cincinnati has five games over the weekend. Now Fisher toes the slab, lines and pitches. A line drive hammered into left center for a base hit. George Altman plays the ball back to Roy McMillan and Drysdale is out of the two-out single. Now Maury Wells coming up at the top of the batting order. Maury was thrown out by Bobby Klaus on a sparkling play in the field in the first inning. Bobby raced deep in the hole on the right side of the diamond, going to his glove side, came up with it, and threw him out on a very close play. Too high, one ball and no strike. Now Fisher off the stretch. Foul ball back against the screen. No play. Buffalo has beaten Syracuse this afternoon. Five to three. the batter against Jack Fisher two outs and Drysdale on first base 
Change up a beauty, a strike on the outside corner, and once again, Fisher is out in front on the hitter. It's one ball and two strikes. Eddie Crane pull doesn't hold against the base runner. Down comes the pitch. A bouncing ball foul down the third baseline. That was an inside pitch that Maury stepped back and actually hit foul down the third baseline. He really hit down on that one. With that great speed of his, he tries to hit down and bounce that ball across the left side of the diamond. Anytime he does so, he's got a pretty good chance to beat it out for a base hit. Now Jack Fisher up in pitching position. Delivers one and two. Foul ball going off to the left. No play. Playing field at Dodger Stadium in remarkably fine condition considering the fact that it is also the home side of the Los Angeles Angels. And that a game is played here just about every day. One-two delivery. Blooper to short left center field. Back goes McMillan, and he's got it for the out. Soft line drive into short left center. McMillan goes back to take it, and the side is out. In the second, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on. At the end of two innings, the score, the Dodgers two, and the New York Mets nothing. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson from Dodger Stadium. It's the third inning now, and let's catch the action with Ralph Kiner. Okay, Bob, Charlie Smith, the first man for the Mets here against Drysdale. Don has pitched the six batters and picked them all up. Good play on one ball hit by Larry Elliott to left field by Tommy Davis. First pitch in to Charlie Smith is inside as ball one. Charlie batting 232 with 17 home runs and 50 runs batted in, a right-hand batter. And the right-hander back again, again inside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. After Charlie Smith, Roy McMillan, and then the pitcher, Jack Fisher. Drysdale into the windup. And the next pitch is inside for ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Drysdale has 21 scoreless innings going in a row against the Mets. And he is on the verge of a walk, which is something unusual. 3-0 pitch in for called strike. Drysdale has walked only 54 batters in 279 and two-thirds innings. Three balls, one strike. And the next pitch is hit hard foul down the right field side into the first row of box seats over the auxiliary scoreboard just beyond the Met dugout. So the count now full of three balls and two strikes. Drysdale has 24 no-walk complete games in his major league career, six of them coming in 1964. Three balls and two strikes. Drysdale into the windup, and his pitch to Smith is hit in the air in foul territory. Chance for Ron Fairley. A long run. He's over by the dugout, and he won has it. A fine play by Ron Fairley, having to worry about the dugout and at the same time find the ball. 
Two good plays for the Dodgers in the ballgame. So far, some spectacular fielding. The Mets have turned in three good plays. A terrific play by Bobby Cross in the first inning on Maury Wills. And then a great play in center field by Larry Elliott on John Roseboro. Also, Roy McMillan on the last out in the top of the second made a fine play on Maury Wills in the bottom half of the second. Now the batter is Roy McMillan. He takes high. It's ball one. Roy batting 216. One home run, 24 runs batted in. A right-hand batter. Pitch back, a check on the swing, but not in time. It's strike one. One ball, one strike. Now Drysdale back again. And a let-up is lined into right center field, a base hit. Coming over, Frank Howard to pick it up on the second hop, and Roy McMillan has a base hit, the first Met base hit of the game. Don Drysdale had retired seven in a row before giving up the base hit, and that brings up Jack Fisher. Jack batting 159, right-hand batter. He leads the Mets pitchers and runs batted in with a total of eight. Now looking for the sign from Don Hefner as to whether or not he'll be hitting away or bunting. Jim Gilliam, the third baseman, playing just in front of the line between second and third, looking for a possible bunt. And the first pitch is inside, a breaking pitch ball one. Fisher not scoring around. He was hitting that time. Dodgers lead 2 nothing on a two-run triple by Tommy Davis in the bottom half of the first. McMillan edging off at first base. The pitch back to the plate. Bounce foul, and that's strike one. Now a large sign down the left field line. Mets in 19, and then a question mark. And the usher now moving the boys for them out of the box seat area, and the sign has to be put away. One ball, one strike count. You see a lot of batters around the ballpark. In quite a few of the ballparks now in the major leagues, a few cropping up here in L.A. One ball, one strike. Drysdale back to the plate, and Fisher takes on the outside corner, strike two. Last night, a rooting section for the Mets, but they couldn't help at all as the Mets were shut out on a two-hit shutout by Pete Rickard, his first in the major league. Pitch back to Fisher, hit foul, bounced by Don Hefner, the third base coach, and he goes into the Dodger dugout. Sitting down on the steps in the Dodger dugout, getting some sunshine, Sandy Koufax. And the word is that he's going to start throwing again. And there's a possibility he might be able to work before the season's over, and that will give him a chance to win 20 ball games. He has 19 wins this year. And a swing and a miss at strike three. Jack Fisher going down on strikes, and that is strikeout number 212 for Don Drysdale in the season. The league leader is Sandy Koufax with 223 strikeouts and 223 innings. Drysdale getting his first. He has two men away here in the top of the third with the Dodgers leading 2-0. That brings up the leadoff man, Bobby Klaus. Bobby lined out to center field his first time up. He's batting 237. Roy McMillan at first base. And the first pitch is on the outside corner, a crossfire fastball for strike one. Sandy Koufax injured his left elbow, 
sliding back into a bag, and he has been out of action for quite some time. Pitch back to the plate, a sinking fastball inside. Pitch down around the knees, the count even at one and one. No score in the ball game. the Dodgers lead 2-0. Drysdale back again and again inside. Two balls, one strike. Drysdale and Koufax are tied for lifetime shutouts in their career for the Dodger pitches. They have a total of 27. Now Drysdale to Bobby Cross with a curveball and Cross fooled completely and the count now at two balls and two strikes. Bobby with sort of a three-quarter swing as he was completely fooled by the curve. Kansas City has scored a run in the top of the fifth. They now lead Baltimore. Six to five. Next pitch has popped up in the air down the right field line out back of first base. Coming over is Nate Oliver in the foul territory and he makes the catch and that retires the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on base. And the score at the end of two and a half innings Dodgers do, and the Mets nothing. Well, a happy birthday played earlier to Ed Sudol, the umpire behind home plate. Didn't mention the number of years. Just let it go at that, which might be a good thing. And Jack Fisher to work in his first pitch as he starts off in the bottom half of the third, his lowest ball one. Jack working to Jim Gilliam, batting for the second time. Jim walked his first time up, moved to third on the hit and run play, and scored on Tommy Davis's triple. Pitch back to Gilliam is inside this ball, too. Final score, the Green Bay Packers dominating the Chicago Bears, winning 23-12. to That was a big one and a big start for the Green Bay Packers. Pitch back to the plate. Inside for ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Dodgers, two runs on three hits. Mets have no runs, one hit. No one out, bottom half of the third. Fisher back to work, and he comes in with a fastball at strike one. On deck batter, Willie Davis. Now 3-1, the pitch to Jim Gilliam is looked at for strike two, and the count fills to three balls and two strikes. Jim with two home runs this year and 27 runs batted in. Two for four against the Mets in the series. And the next pitch swung on and fouled down in the dirt, and the count stays at three and two. Jack Fisher with a slider down around the knees on the inside corner. A little bit of breeze here today in Los Angeles. During the night action, there is very little movement of air in this area here, which is down in a depression in Chevis Ravine. Three-two pitch outside, ball four, and Fisher walks his second man, walking Jim Gilliam for the second time. Lead-off batter at first base, that brings up Willie Davis. Willie with a hit-and-run base hit, a line drive to center field his first time up. He's batting 293. 11 home runs, 67 runs batted in. Mets playing Willie Davis as a pull hitter. And Jack Fisher... Moving off the pitching rubber, chasing Jim Gilliam a little bit closer back to first base. 
Now pitch is set again. His first pitch to Davis is inside. A curve ball. It's ball one. Rory Davis with another stance, another type of batting. He is now cocking the bat a la Hank Aaron. Really a man of a thousand stances. You'll find him with a different one just about every time he comes up. Last night, he used the cock with good advantage, picking up a base hit on a change of pace. Now he hits down to second base. A chance for two. Throw to second in time. No play at first as Willie hustles on down the line. Ball was hit right at Bobby Cross, and it would have taken perfect execution for a close play on the double play on Willie Davis, who has run the 100-yard dash in 9-5. Willie in high school, in a practice session, broad jump 27 feet one. Now the batter, Tommy Davis. Tommy has driven in the two runs in the ballgame, doubling, tripling to right center field. Willie Davis with a big lead. Jack Fisher steps off the pitching rubber, and Davis moves back. He does not go, and the pitch is a fastball for strike one. Tommy batting 274 with 71 runs batted in, 10 home runs. Five for nine against the Mets in the series. to first base and Willie just beats the tag. He had to dive back in and Ed Cranville had it right down there but not quite in time. Tommy Davis stepping out of the batter's box. And a throw again to first and another close play. Willie Davis diving back in getting his left hand in just ahead of the tag. He has a big lead. And Jack Fisher with a good move to first. Now Willie again leaning off. He goes. The pitch is taken. The throw to second base is in the dirt and not in time. And Willie Davis gets his 31st stolen base. Throw by Jesse Gonder taken cleanly after bouncing in the dirt by Bobby Krause. And the tag made after Willie had reached the bag. The count now is 0-2. The pitch is strike. Jack Fisher taking a long look at the signs. The Dodgers lead 2 nothing. have a runner in scoring position with one man out in the bottom half of the third. And Fisher back to Tommy Davis, and the pitch is outside. The ball getting away from Jesse Gardner, but now Ed Sudol indicating that the ball was fouled off the bat of Tommy Davis. Tommy started to swing, tried to hold up, and the ball must have just ticked the bat, glanced off the glove of Jesse Gardner. Really had... Moved on down toward third base before the sign by Sudol indicating a foul tip. So the count stays at 0-2. Now the pitch back to the plate. A curveball in the right field. A line drive. Moving over is Joe Christopher. He is there and he makes the catch. Davis halfway down the line. Moving back to second base on the line out by Tommy Davis. That brings up Ron Fairley who fouled out his first time up. Ron batting at 256. Final score, the Buffalo Bills with 31 points in the first quarter, defeating Kansas City by a 34-17 score. Fairly a left-hand batter. Two men away, bottom half of the third. Willie Davis at second. 
And the first pitch, hit foul out of play off to the left side at strike one. Ron with nine home runs and 69 runs batted in. Tommy Davis with his two runs batted in in the ball game today, taking over the club leadership from Ron Fairley. One strike count of Ron Fairley as Fisher looks at second, now comes back to the plate. And a changeup is too low at ball one. One ball, one strike. Jack Fisher with the slip pitch that he learned while pitching for Baltimore. Warm afternoon in Los Angeles. Final meeting between the Dodgers and Mets this year. Now Fisher again in the set position. And his pitch back to the plate is in for a called strike. The count now at one ball and two strikes. Fisher throwing a slider in the inside corner up around the letters. Barely with four hits and nine times up in the series. Bill Wakefield again throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. And the next pitch hit on the ground off the end of the bat down towards second base. Bobby Klaus fields the ball, throws the first, and that retires the side. No runs, no hits, there were no errors. A walk and a stolen base and a man left on base. And the score at the end of three innings, the Dodgers to the New York Mets, nothing. Top of the fourth inning with the Dodgers in front, two to nothing, the Mets coming up. First man up for New York will be Ed Greenpool, then Joe Christopher and George Altman. Don Drysdale has pitched to ten men in three innings, giving up a base hit to Roy McMillan. Greenpool skied out to center field his first time up, hitting a high fastball high in the air to Willie Davis. Ed had his five, his six-game hitting streak stopped last night on the two-hit pitching of Pete Rickard. And the first pitch by Drysdale taken by Greenpool for a called strike. Eddie in his first two appearances in this ballgame, moving away from the batter's box in the first pitch, taking all the way. One strike delivery inside is ball one. Last ball by Drysdale, account one ball, one strike. Down with a chance to take over the league leadership in strikeouts sometime in this year. Fly ball hit the left field, going over by the foul line. Tommy Davis, he is under it, and he makes the catch. One away in the top of the fourth, and Joe Christopher will now come to bat. Joe fouled out his first time up. Batting at 306. Joe had one for two last night, picking up a double to right center field. Also reached against Pete Rickard when he was hit by a pitch ball, a curveball getting him right on the front foot. And he also was walked. And Joe takes high at ball one. Breaking pitch by Drysdale, and the count one ball, no strikes. On deck batter, George Altman. Dodgers lead 2-0. One out top of the fourth. Now the right-hander back again with a curveball, and again, the pitch is high at ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Two balls, no strikes. Drysdale into the windup. 
and a let-up is swung on and fouled off. Ball going out of play. Drysdale with an earned run average of 2.23. Sandy Koufax leads the major leagues, and he'll qualify with enough innings pitched to earn the championship with a 1.74. I should say he leads the National League. Dean Chance leads the major league. So the Los Angeles area having the two top ERA pitchers in baseball. Pitch back to the plate, a fastball in the outside corner. Two balls and two strikes. Colfax with a 19 and 5 record this year, occurring in 29 ball games. Foul ball hit down the right field side out of play. Two balls and two strikes. Last year, Sandy Koufax was the ERA leader for the Dodgers. 2-2 pitches outside and low in the count. Fills to 3-2. The second time in the ballgame that Drysdale has gone. Three balls and two strikes. Now the pitch at 3-2 to Joe Christopher. And he slices the ball down the right field line. A long run for Frank Howard. He can't get to it. It goes on by, and this will go for extra bases. A three-base hit, and here comes Joe Christopher in the third. Ball is retrieved by Frank Howard, and he throws it on in. The Mets now have Joe Christopher at third base with one out. Ball was a slicing line drive, curving away from Frank Howard. He tried to catch up with it, couldn't get to it, and then had to chase the ball down as the ball went around in the right field corner. Easy three-base hit for Joe Christopher. That is his eighth of the season. And the batter is George Altman. That's now with their second hit. They trail 2-0. The Dodgers have three-base hits. and grounded back to the pitchers first time up. Left-hand batter. The infield has been brought in. And the first pitch is in on the inside, on the outside corner to knees for strike one. George betting 227. Now Moy Wills comes in to talk with Drysdale at the mound. going back to the shortstop position. Drysdale with 22 scoreless innings against the Mets. 22 consecutive scoreless innings and now the umpire Ed Sudol has to look at the ball. Drysdale has been accused of throwing spitters. One strike count on George Altman. Drysdale, a long look at the signs from John Roseboro. Now into the windup, and here's the pitch. Inside, it's ball one. Fastball just off the inside corner. Drysdale working out and then in. The count, one ball, one strike. Willie Davis playing a very shallow center field. In fact, the whole outfield, very shallow against George Altman. 1-1 delivery. Checking the swing. It's in time. It's ball two. 2-2 two, 
Two balls, one strike. George Lane off a high pitch. And getting the count in his favor, 2-1. On deck batter, Larry Elliott. Rysdale taking his signs in a bent-over position, now into the windup. 2-1 delivery, checking the swing again, a curveball inside, ball three. Three balls and one strike. Three balls, one strike. And the 3-1 delivery. Let up, hit the left field, a base hit. Joe Christopher will score on the hit. And George Altman holds at first base as he reached out and punched that change of base into left field. And the Mets have scored their first run of the game. The score, 2-1 to one in favor of the Dodgers. And that run, the first run scored off Drysdale by the Mets. And 22 complete innings of pitching. That brings up Larry Elliott. Larry, a left-hand batter, flat out to deep left field right in the corner. His first time up, he takes from the outside corner a fastball at strike one. Good play in the ball by Tommy Davis as he caught the ball, actually kept the ball from going in the stands. Final score, Boston four, the Angels three. Red Sox scoring one in the bottom half of the ninth to win it for Dick Raddatz. Losing pitcher was Deliva, who came in the game in the eighth inning. Next pitch back to Elliott is popped up in the infield. Ron Fairley right by the bag, shading against the sun, and he makes the catch a step away from first base. George Altman standing right on the bag. And now with two away, it'll bring up Jesse Gonder. And we pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WGY, WGFM Schenectady. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY and WGFM. Ralph Kinder along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Los Angeles, California. Jesse Gonder batting the time run at first base. Gonder hit a slow roller down toward first base his first time up. Was thrown out by Drysdale. First pitch gets by John Roseboro, goes back to the wall, and George Altman goes on down to second. A big turn there, and he holds as Roseboro comes back with the ball. Ball wasn't too far inside, and we'll see how they'll score Looked as though Roseboro might have been crossed up. It's going as a pass ball against John Roseboro. So the Mets now have the tie run at second base with the count one ball and no strikes on Jesse Gonder. Jesse batting 278. Ed Cranepool led off the inning by flying out the left, but then Joe Chris, Christopher tripled down the right field line and scored when George Altman singled the left. George now at second base in the pass ball. Larry Elliott flying out the first, and the pitch back to Gunder is a curveball high, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Drysdale slowing the pace down now. Hits are even at three apiece. 
And Drysdale looks at second. Comes back to Gunter. And a curveball breaks in for a call strike. High curveball by Don Drysdale catching the outside corner. 2-1 the count on Jesse Gunter. Jesse with seven home runs and 33 runs batted in for the year. On deck batter, right-hander Charlie Smith. And the next pitch is high and outside. It's ball three. Three balls and one strike. Don Drysdale has gone to three balls and three batters in this inning. Joe Christopher, George Altman, and now Jesse Gunder. And Drysdale backs off the pitching rubber, and George Altman goes back towards second base. Jesse Gunder out of the batter's box, now moving back in. The count, three balls, one strike. And the pitch. Fouled back and out of play. Strike two. Run right in the top of the fourth. They lead the Giants 1-0 with the Giants batting in the bottom half of the fourth against Jim Bunny. Dick Estelle pitching for San Francisco. Recently recalled from the minor league. Bunny with a record of 16 wins and four losses for the league-leading Philadelphia Phils. Philadelphia in first place by six games over St. Louis and San Francisco. Cincinnati in fourth place. They trail by seven. Three balls, two strikes. And a play on a second base, but Altman beats the tag by Roy Will. Quick play, and Altman had to get back in a hurry as Roy Wills came over from his shortstop position on the time pickoff play. Good execution by Don Drysdale. He threw the ball just as Wills arrived, but George Altman, with a short lead, beat the throw. Now set again. Here's the 3-2 pitch. High and outside, and it's ball four, and that's the first walk issued by Don Drysdale in the game, and it brings up Charlie Smith. Drysdale had walked only two Mets in 39 and two-thirds innings this season. Charlie Smith fouled out his first time, and he drives the next pitch deep to center field and his way back there. It's going to go into the signs of home run. Smith with his 18th home run of the year, a long drive, 410 feet into the stands in center field. Ball going in about three rows, and the Mets take the lead by a score of four to two. That is the first Met home run hit in this ballpark this year, and it was a long one. And a big one, the Mets taking the lead by a score of four to two. That brings up Roy McMillan. He takes the call strike, strike one. Home run by Charlie Smith, giving him 18, and that is one higher than Jim Hickman's club-leading home run total last year. Pitches inside and hits Roy McMillan. He gets first base.
That'll bring up Jack Fisher, the pitcher. Jack, a right-hand batter. He struck out his first time up. Roy edging off at first base, and the first pitch to Fisher. Fastball bounced to short. A two-hopper taken by Maury Wills. He goes to second base for the fourth play, and that retires the side. But in the inning, the Mets score four runs on three hits. There were no errors. One walk, one batter hit by a pitch ball, and one man left. And the score at the end of three and a half, the Mets four, the Dodgers two. My choice tastes the way you like A filter cigarette to taste Not too strong and not too light My choice got the taste that's right That's right. Viceroy is scientifically made to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, like some filter brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter. And not too light, like other brands that keep you smoking one cigarette after another, trying to satisfy your taste. Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the deep weave filter for the taste that's right. Deep weave filter, right. Not too strong or light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Viceroy tastes the way you like. A filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong. And not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Bottom half of the fourth inning. Dodgers coming up now trailing by two. They had the early lead by scoring two runs in the first on a two-run triple by Tommy Davis, but the Mets took it back by scoring four in the fourth. Three of them on the three-run homer by Charlie Smith. Call the right-hand batter, Charlie Smith, hitting a three-run home run against the right-hander, Don Drysdale. First man up for the Dodgers will be Frank Howard, who struck out his first time up against Jack Fisher, and he takes a fastball in the inside corner, strike one. Frank last night, four for four in the ball game. Raising his average up to 230. Howard with 22 home runs, 66 runs batted in. Next pitch back, a good curve. He takes it for strike two. Final score, Cincinnati defeated Milwaukee 9-2. Winning pitcher was Joy Jay, his 10th win of the year. He has lost 11. Losing pitcher Warren Spahn, he is now 6-13. Tommy Harper, Beta Pinson, and Dennis Menke home runs. Pitch back to Howard, a curve off of the glove of Jesse Garner, actually off his bare hand. And the count, one ball and two strikes. Cincinnati picking up a half game at this point on Philadelphia. They now trail by six and a half games, and they'll be in when the Mets return home for the final five games of the season in Shea Stadium. Third ball popped up in foul territory. It's going out of play. Prior to the five games with Cincinnati, the St. Louis Cardinals will be in Shea Stadium. So the final homestand showing seven games against the two big contenders in the National League, along with the Giants, against the league-leading Philadelphia Phillies. One-two pitch is a fastball high and tight. It's ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Howard will be followed by John Roseboro and then Nate Oliver. And Fisher back again. Curveball looked at, strike three. And Frank Howard goes down for the second time. 
One man away in the bottom half of the fourth. The Mets lead four to two, and it brings up John Roseborough. For Howard, that is his 104th strikeout in the 125 games. Roseborough was out on a great play by Larry Elliott his first time up. He hit a sinking line drive in the center field, and Larry made a diving catch of the ball, skidding on his knees. And Fisher comes in with a fastball. He hits the ball in the left field. It drops in for a base hit. Roy McMillan picking the ball up as he chases it back out in the left field and throwing in the second base. And John Roseborough gets a broken bat base hit. First base coach Joe Becker picking up the big end of the bat out between first base and the pitcher's mound. And the bat boy picking up the handle over by the on-deck circle of the New York Mets. Fastball. Jamming John Roseborough right in the fist, breaking the bat in half, but Roseborough picking up a Texas League base hit in the left field. Roy McMillan with no chance to get to it. He did chase it down and threw it on in. So the Terry Run is at the plate, Nate Oliver the batter, and he swings at the first pitch at strike one. Oliver popped to second base his first time up, batting 241. It's even at four feet. The Mets lead four to two. One man out, bottom half of the fourth. And the next pitch back to the plate, a slider in the dirt. One ball, one strike. Jesse Gonder digging the ball up and firing it back to the pitcher. And Fisher sets again. His pitch back to the plate is taken low, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. Oliver is squaring around into a bunting position, trying to beat out a bunt, and then taking the pitch as it broke just below the knee. Two balls, one strike with Don Drysdale on deck. And the pitch back to the plate, lying to left, the base hit. Going over by the line, George Allman, he fires it in as he picks the ball up, and John Roseborough has to stay at second. So two in a row now with one man out, runners at first and second, and Don Drysdale is being called back as Walt Olsen talks to him by the on-deck circle. Drysdale in a bunting situation, possibly, with one man away and the time run at first base. Bill Wakefield again loosening up for the New York Mets. The base hit number five off Jack Fisher. Now Drysdale, after his conversation by Alston, is coming to the plate. He singled his first time up. Don is a good hitting pitcher. He has one home run, eight and in. 17 base hits for the year. Mets lead 4-2 with the Dodgers, Dodgers threatening with runners at first and second base. Third baseman Charlie Smith playing about even with the bag at third. Ed Cranepool about two steps in from the line running between first and second. Now the first pitch to Drysdale. A hard swing at a curveball strike one. On deck batter Maury Will. Possibly with Maury, the on-deck batter, Drysdale, will be going for all he can get in that bunny. Maury has a tough time driving in runs because they play him so 
shallow in the outfield. Pitch back to Drysdale. This time, bunted and fouled back to the screen. 0-2 as Fisher gets out in front. Now, Cranepool dropping back of the runner at first base with the count of two strikes. Charlie Smith dropping back into a normal double play position at third base. Fisher, a look at the signs now on the pitching rubber. And his pitch, swung on, hit down the first, but the ball is a foul ball. Rainpool picked it up, was going to throw to second base. He had a forced play there. But the ball was just foul. John Roseboro, who had moved over to third, going back to second, and Nate Oliver goes back to first. Down stays at 0-2. Drysdale stepping back into his hitter's position. And Fisher now into the stretch position. And he fakes the throw to first base as he steps off the pitching rubber. And Nate Oliver dives back in, but there was no throw. Fisher has to step off that rubber or he has to throw to the bases. Otherwise, the box would be called. Now the two-strike delivery... Curveball, looked at it, called strike three. And a fine curveball by Jack Fisher. And Jack picks up his second strikeout in this inning, his third in the ball game. That brings up Maury Wells. On Drysdale before walking away from home plate, questioning the call by Ed Sudol. Maury Wells batting for the third time. He was out on a great play by Bobby Krause's first time up, and then out on a very good play by Roy McMillan, his second time up. Moy batting 275, batting from the left-hand side against the right-hander Jack Fisher. Runners at first and second. Mets lead four to two, and the first pitch is a slider on the outside corner for a called strike. After the strikeout of Frank Howard, a broken bat base hit by John Roseboro, and a line drive to left field by Nate Oliver, putting the Dodgers with the time run at first base. But with Drysdale's strikeout, two men away, and now a ball looped down the third base side. It goes foul. Roy Wills jammed by a fastball behind the ball, looping it just over the third baseman's head, but the ball fouled by about six or seven feet. Two-strike count on the left-hand batter. Boy has driven in 34 runs this year. He has two home runs. Good speed at second base, John Roseboro there. Great speed at first base, Nate Oliver there. Now Fisher, two strikes, and his pitch back to the plate. Fast ball hit foul on the ground by Leo DeRosa in the coaching box, and the count holds at 0-2. Big article in Los Angeles Times here today about Leo DeRocher with the speculation that Leo might be the manager at San Francisco or he might be the manager here at L.A. Two-strike delivery hit on the ground. Down to second base, a hurry-up play for Bobby Charles. He throws the first base in time and every retires aside. And on that play, Roy Wills broke his bat. 
In the inning, Dodgers scored no runs. They had two hits. There were no errors. Two men were left on. And the score at the end of four, the Mets four, the Dodgers two. Now here's Bob to talk a little bit about the final homestand at Shea Stadium. Okay, Ralph, the St. Louis Cardinals will lead off the final homestand for the New York Mets with a night game and a day game, September 22nd and September 23rd. The Cardinals today are playing the Cubs at Wrigley Field in Chicago, and they have a chance to tie an all-time record. St. Louis has scored at least one run in every inning of the game, and the game now is in the ninth inning. St. Louis got two in the first, one in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, three in the seventh, and one in the eighth inning at the expense of the Chicago Cubs. So they now lead the Cubs 14-2 going to the ninth inning. The Cardinals six games behind the league-leading Philadelphia Phils. Phils right now lead the Giants 1-0 at the end of four and a half in the duel between Jim Bunning and Dick Estelle. The Olympic home run hitting contest precedes the Mets and Cardinals for the night game Tuesday night, September 22nd. The night that players from the other professional sports wearing the uniform they wear for their particular professional sport are engaged in a home run hitting contest. So I think you'll really enjoy it. Tickets are on sale at the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium, 126th and Roosevelt Avenue. Also in Midtown Manhattan, Grand Central Station and Penn Station at Macy's and the Walt Whitman Shopping Center, Huntington, Long Island. Bobby Klaus hitting the first pitch in the year to left field. Coming in is Tommy Davis. And Tommy takes it one man down. Now Eddie Crane Bull batting for the third time. It 0 for 2 has fly to center and fly to left. Well, it's Jack O'Conlon Day in Chicago, but the real day is for the St. Louis Cardinals, who lead 14 to 2 going to the ninth. Outside and high, one ball and no strikes. If the Giants can rally and beat the Philadelphia Phils, the Cardinals and the Giants would both be just five games out. Reds have picked up, would pick up a game and be six games behind. The Reds beat the Braves 9-2 with Joey Jay winning his 10th game. Two balls and no strikes on Eddie Cranepool. Drysdale's pitch is on the outside corner of call strike, 2-1. Two-one delivery, foul ball, cut back upstairs toward the crowd and out of play. Now it's two and two. St. Louis Cardinals, the San Francisco Giants, the Cincinnati Reds will all be looking to the Dodgers for help next week. When the Phils come into Dodger Stadium for a four-game series, and that'll be four single games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Count on Ed Crane Bull, three and two. The A's and the Orioles have gone to the eighth inning now. Kansas City still protecting a one-run lead. They lead the Birds by a score of six to five. The Yankees beat the Twins five to two. Cleveland beat the White Sox. Rounder hit towards second. Nate Oliver grabs and throws in time, getting Crane Bull on a rather close play.
If the A's hold on to win, the Yankees will be in second, trailing the Orioles by one game. The White Sox will be in third, a game and a half out. Now the hitter is Joe Christopher, and it was Joe who started off the four-run fourth inning. He lined a triple down the right field line, was singled home by George Altman. A walk to Gonder, and then a tremendous three-run homer by Charlie Smith. Taken under the knees, one ball and no strikes. Paul Charlie hit, was almost a straightaway center, just a little bit over toward left center. Went right over the 410-foot mark and about four or five rows up in. Fly ball in the air to rather short center field. Willie Davis coming in, slows up now. Willie's under it and makes the catch. Let's go down one, two, three in their half of the fifth inning, and so we've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings. The New York Mets four and the Los Angeles Dodgers two. Well, who holds the world's record for doing the most things at once? Richard Mack, a 28-year-old furniture salesman of Newark, New Jersey, says he does. He wrote us about it recently. He reads the sports page, does the crossword puzzle, munches a sandwich, listens to the ball game, and enjoys a frosty, cool, rain-gold extra dry all at the same time. Well, approximately, anyway. You know what I say? There's a whole lot going on along the rain-gold beach. Here's a man who really proves it. Goes to show you whatever you're doing. A tall, cool rain gold is always a welcome thirst quencher. Rain gold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. Because it's brewed extra dry. Smoother, crisper, livelier. Completely satisfying. Yes, sir, rain gold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. Rain gold after rain gold. Jim Gilliam leading off against Jack Fisher in the last of the fifth inning. Pitch outside and high, one ball and no strikes. The Giants got a run off Jim Bunning in the last of the fifth inning. That ties the game. Phillies won and the Giants won at the end of five. Drive hit the right center field. It's going to sink in for a base hit. Joe Christopher plays it toward the alley over in right center. And Gilliam has led off the fifth inning with a base hit. Dodgers now have six hits. Willie Davis coming up. Willie has singled a center, reached on a fielder's choice, and stolen a base. Stolen base for Willie Davis was his 31st of the year. Foul ball hit over toward the visiting dugout. No play. Now the A's are out in the eighth inning in Baltimore. The Birds sitting last of the eighth inning and trailing Kansas City six to five. West Stock is pitching in relief for the A's. He came on in the fifth inning. Dick Hall came on in the seventh for the Orioles. Hip foul down the left field line by Willie Davis. If the A's win. Not only will the Yankees be just one game out, they'll actually go a game up on the Orioles in the all-important loss column. 
It would be Baltimore's 59th loss of the year. The Yankees have lost 58. Change up, hit in the air down the right field line. Christopher running toward the line. Makes the catch a foul ball by just a running stride. Holding up at first base is Jim Gilliam. Now one out and one on. That brings up Tommy Davis. Tommy has tripled to right center field, driving the two Dodger runs in and lined out to Christopher in right field. pitch to Tommy Davis. Ground ball whacked on the left side. Cut off by Charlie Smith. Thrown to second for one. On the first not in time. That's just missing the double play started by Charlie Smith. Now there are two away. Tommy Davis on first and the hitter is Ron Fairley. Well, that's quite a day for the St. Louis Cardinals. If they can get a run in the ninth inning, they will have scored in every inning of the game. One thing you know, it has to tie an all-time record. There ain't no other way. Here's the pitch on the way. Low and inside to Ron Fairley. One ball and no strikes. And the Cardinals got a run in the ninth inning at Chicago. They have scored a run in every inning of the ballgame. They are the sixth team in National League history to turn this trick. Boy, one thing you know, you don't do that every day. Ground ball hit the second, booted by Bobby Klaus. It goes on into center field. Tommy Davis is racing around to third, and the Dodgers have runners on first and third. It'll be an error charge to Bobby Klaus. Fans visit Rangel's Little Old New York at the World's Fair. It's a great place to relax and meet your friends. Rangel's Little Old New York at the fair. Well, the Dodgers get a break on the boot charge to Bobby Klaus. Runners on first and third. They represent the tying runs, and big Frank Howard is up. The last time that a National League team scored at least one run in every inning of the game, it was done by the Giants on June the 1st, 1923. Outside and low, one ball and no strikes. So it's been 41 years since a team in the National League scored at least once in each inning of the ballgame. Cardinals lead 15-2 over the Cubs going to the last of the ninth inning. This was Jocko Conlon Day in Chicago. One of Jocko worked the plate. Now the pitch to Howard, a foul ball, a whack back upstairs and out of play. One thing about it, if Jocko was behind the plate with that bow tie and outside chest protector, he probably considered that the worst gift of the things that he received today on his day in Chicago. Jocko is hanging him up, winding up a long and colorful umpiring career at the end of the season. One and one the count, the pitch by Fisher straightens him up. It's inside and high. Two balls and a strike on Frank Howard. 
Might be an explanation that Bob, on his birthday, Jocko may be giving everybody five strikes out there today. Well, maybe that's it. That's really something. Fifteen runs for the Cardinals, spread out over nine innings with at least one in each inning. 2-1 pitch to Howard, a high foul fly over towards the stands. Bainville gives it a run, but he has no play. It drops in the crowd. In four of the nine innings, the Cardinals got one run. In four of the nine innings, they scored two runs, and in the seventh inning, they scored three runs. Right here, the count two and two on Big Frank Howard. The Mets in front, four to two. Jack Fisher trying to work his way out of a jam. Two men are on. Now the pitch. Low and outside is ball three. And we have a full count, three and two. Ron Fairley, the runner at first base, will be on his way. Tommy Davis is on third, and there are two men down. Now Fisher into the set position. Steps off, chasing the runner back. Howard lashing the bat around, now cocks it. Here's the pitch. Ball four, it's outside, they're loaded up. He gave him a slider on three and two, and it just missed. Now Fisher will be up against a tough left-hand hitter in John Roseboro. Base is loaded. Roseboro has lined hard to center and singled to left field. One hit and two times at bat. He's been the leading hitter against the Mets all year, batting over 400 against the Mets. Roseboro on the year, hitting at 294. Now Casey on his feet, shouting out to the Mets to bear it out and try and dig out of this spot. Here's the windup, pitched by Fisher. And it gets away from Jesse Gander to score a run. Tommy Davis comes in to score. That ball hit Sudol on the mask. Went all the way back toward the dugout, and Tommy Davis comes in to score. It'll be a fast ball charged to Gander. Now Jesse talking to Jack Fisher, and it's a 4-3 to three ball game. The other runners move up a base. It's an unusual fast ball. It was a fast ball that Gander never touched. And it cracked Ed Sudol to the extent that uh, the Dodger trainer is coming out to take a look at the ad- area of the Adams apple and make sure that it is all right. So we have time being held up here for umpire Ed Sudol, who was hit by that pass ball. And while we do, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WGYWGFM Schenectady for baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting. Stay tuned to WGY and WGFM. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Tanner were in the last of the fifth inning. The Mets lead the Dodgers 4-3, but the Dodgers have runners on second and third in Roseboro hitting. Dodgers trying to cash in the opportunity that was presented to them in the form of an error charged to Bobby Klaus that kept them alive. One run has come in. Tommy Davis played it on the pass ball. Ron Fairley is on third. Frank Howard on second. 
Lined foul. He really tagged that one. Long drive going into the third deck, deep down the right field line. Bill Wakefield warming in the bullpen. There in the ninth inning in Baltimore, the A's lead the Orioles 6-5. West Stock has been on since the fifth inning. Working against his former teammates, he has blanked them four innings in a row. Now Roseboro holds up just in time and is 2-1. and one. If the A's protect the lead in the ninth inning, the Yankees will be one game out and actually lead the Orioles in the loss column. Jack Fisher with a one and two count on Johnny Roseboro. Runners on second and third, two men down. Fisher over the head. Here's his pitch. Inside and high, it's two and two. Well, the scoring spree in Chicago is over. The Cardinals down the Cubs 15 to two. A game in which Johnny Keene, St. Louis Cardinal, scored at least one run in each of the nine innings. Low inside, three and two on Johnny Roseboro. It had been 41 years in the National League since the team had scored at least once in every inning. And that was a game, by the way, in which the Cubs were charged with seven errors. Three and two on Roseboro. Here's the pitch on the way. Ball four, change up on three and two, and he walks it. Nate Oliver is the scheduled hitter, but is being called back to the dugout. I don't know whether he forgot his helmet or whether Walter Alston is going to send up a hitter. We're going to get a hitter. Darrell Griffith is coming out of the dugout. Darrell, a left-hand hitter. We'll bat for the right-hand hitter, Nate Oliver. Griffith leads the Dodgers in batting with an average of 308. 20-year-old rookie from Anadarko, Oklahoma. Klaus talking to Jack Fisher. Daryl Griffith, left-hand hitter who can really sting the ball, is coming out now to bat for Nate Oliver. Dodgers trailing by a run, and skipper Walter Austin makes his move right here trying to regain the lead. Dodgers got the early lead on a two-run triple by Tommy Davis in the first inning. The Mets bunched their hit, scoring four runs off Drysdale in the fourth inning. The big hit was a long three-run homer by Charlie Smith. Bases loaded, Ron Fairley is on third, Frank Howard on second, Johnny Roseboro on first. Pitch to Griffith, low and inside, Gonder had to dig it out, one ball and no strike. Now the pitch to Griffith, a swing and a miss on a curve at the knees, one ball, one strike. and Giants tied 1-1. Giants are hitting in the last of the sixth inning against Jim Bunning. The 1-1 delivery. 
Bounce foul off the bat handle, uh, twisting on the ground, right straight back, and the count one and two. Gilliam led off the last of the fifth inning with a single to right center. Willie Davis fouled to Christopher. Tommy Davis forced Jim Gilliam. Ron Fairley reached safely on an error, and on the play, Tommy Davis went from first to third. Tommy later scored on a pass ball. The 1-2 delivery. Ground ball slowly hit and fouled on the first baseline. Let's have an off day tomorrow. They play the Giants Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon. They have two off days this coming week. They're off tomorrow and they're off again on Thursday. Now Fisher with a count of one and two. Pitches to Darrell Griffith. A ground ball hit hard to short. McMillan throws to first in time and the side is out. That was a play that saw Max start for second for a force play. Then he wasn't sure he was going to get there in time to get Roseboro who can run. So he came with that strong overhand throw in time at first base. One run. One hit. One error. The run will be unearned. Three left on. Now at the end of five, the score, the Mets four runs, four hits and one error. The Dodgers three runs, six hits and no errors. Dick Trzewski is now playing second for the Dodgers after Darrell Griffith, with the bases loaded, batted for Nate Oliver. In the sixth inning, George Altman comes up against Don Drysdale. Big Don shooting for his 18th one of the year. Well, they're in the ninth inning in Baltimore with the A's leading by one run, and that's a big ball game for the New York Yankees. Yankees on the combined pitching of Whitey Ford and Pedro Ramos down to Minnesota 5-2. to two. So they'll be just a game out and actually lead the birds by a game in the loss column if the A's hold on to win. Former Oriole West Stock is the relief pitcher for Kansas City. The breaking ball is over to George Altman. Strike one call. White Sox were halted by the Cleveland Indians and rookie Luis Tiant. Cleveland winning 5-4. to four. Ground ball hit the second base. Dick Krasinski digs it out of the dirt. Pegs to Fairley. One man down. The NFL game in San Francisco has gone through the first quarter now with the 49ers leading the Detroit Lions 7-3. It's been a big day for upsets in the National Football League. Biggest shocker of them all, the Eagles beating the Giants 38-7. But the Rams stunned the Steelers 26-14. Took down the first baseline by Larry Elliott, a foul ball. The Cleveland Browns beat the Washington Redskins 27-13. Real good ball game going in Minnesota. Minnesota 24, the Baltimore Colts 21 at the end of the third quarter. Colts came back to get 14 points in the third quarter. Foul back into the screen off the bat of Larry Elliott. The 
Green Bay Packers with Paul Horning back in action beat the Chicago Bears, the defending champions, 23-12. Low and inside, one ball and two strikes. The American Football League, the Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs 34-17. They got 31 of their 34 points in the first quarter. Looping line drive into short right. Trzyski runs out and makes the catch over his shoulder. Two men down. Elliott retires. Now the hitter is Jesse Gander. Jesse has been thrown out on a ground tap back to the mound. Last time up, drew a walk and came in to score on Charlie Smith's three-run homer. He holds up on the breaking pitch. It's low. One ball and no strike. Saturday night action in the American Football League. The San Diego Chargers beat the Houston Oilers, and the New York Jets beat the Denver Broncos. Foul ball, back toward the crowd and out of play. Drysdale with a one-and-one one count on Jesse Gunter. Let's up on it. It's outside. Two balls and a strike. Oakland Raiders and the Boston Patriots are 7-7 in the first quarter at Oakland. Swing and a miss at a high hard one. John Drysdale has now settled to retire six straight men since the Mets scored their four runs in the fourth inning. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Gander goes down swinging, and the Mets are down one, two, three in the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of five and a half innings, the score in the rubber game of this three-game series, the Mets four and the Dodgers three. Last of the sixth inning, Don Drysdale first up for the Dodgers against Jack Fisher. Dodgers picked up an unearned run in the fifth inning to draw within one. Mets lead 4-3 as we go to the home sixth inning. Call strike on the outside corner. Fisher using a lot of breaking stuff. Jack trying for his 11th win of the year. He hopes to become the first member of the staff to reach 11. Breaking ball, low outside, one and one on Big D. One delivery. And another breaking pitch by Fisher. A curve on the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Joe Becker coaching at first base and Leo DeRocher at third. The one-two pitch. Right in there. Strike three call. He fooled Drysdale down. Kind of slammed the bat down toward the ground and disgusted himself and walked away. He got him with a fastball. He threw in three straight breaking pitches and then a fastball down the middle. Fourth strikeout for Jack Fisher and it brings up Mari Wells. 
Murray wearing a glove on his left hand. Tapped foul off to the left. Not uncommon at all to see the hitters using a golf glove on their hand. They develop blisters from too much hitting. However, it's not too often you see the batter wearing a glove on the top hand on the bat. Four to three, and Mets in front, Dodgers hitting, were in the last of the sixth inning. Pitch to Wills, drives him back from the plate, a high, tight fastball. It's one ball and one strike. Murray hitting at 275 with 46 stolen bases. 1-1 delivery. He runs up as if to bunt, but didn't offer it. It was outside, 2-1. Dodgers have out-hit the Mets 6-4. The Mets lead by one run, 4-3. High infield pop fly on the left side of the diamond. On the skin part of the diamond, Roy McMillan is under it, and Mack takes it for the out. Two down now in the Dodgers' sixth inning. That'll bring up Jim Gilliam. Gilliam has been up three times and on base three times. He walked in the first and third and singled in the fifth. Down the middle to Jim Gilliam, a strike. One ball, one strike. Game in Baltimore, a big game for the Yankees. The Yankees have beaten Minnesota 5-2 on the combined pitching of Ford and Ramos. On the inside corner, good hard slider. One ball and two strikes to Jim Gilliam. Now Jack Fisher winds. Here's the pitch. Foul ball and a half swing down the left field line and over in the crowd. That was an amazing game the A's and the Orioles played last night. Each pitcher turning in a one-hitter and the Birds winning one nothing. They got the run in the eighth inning. First Major League win for Frank Bertana. The one-two pitch. Foul ball down the first baseline. A changeup thrown by Jack Fisher. Giants hitting in the home seventh at Candlestick. The Giants and Phil's tied 1-1. Drive in the air to left field. Coming over is George Altman toward the line. He has it, and the side is out. Jack Fisher getting the Dodgers in order in the last of the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Now sixth innings complete. It's the Mets four and the Dodgers three. We'll be going now to the top half of the seventh inning, and Charlie Smith is up to lead off for the Mets. Charlie had a three-run homer to center field in the top half of the fourth inning to put the Mets out in front, and the Mets are leading here by a score of four to three. Big Don Drysdale on the mound for the Dodgers, looking for his 18th victory of this season. He's looking for a sign now from John Roseborough. Gets it, and here's a pitch to the right-hand batter. Breaking ball a little high for ball one. Dan Don set to work. 
Slips this one in there for a call. Strike one. One and one. Waiting on deck. Shortstop, Roy McMillan. That pitcher's in for a call. Strike two. One and two to Charlie Smith. Charlie Smith, of course, once was in the Dodger organization. So he's not exactly a stranger to them. This is a 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Drysdale getting his third strikeout. It brings up Roy McMillan, who has singled and was hit by a pitch ball. Mets have four runs on four hits, and the Dodgers have three runs on six hits. This is the concluding game of the series between the Mets and the Dodgers. Swing on a pop foul coming back, and Roseboro comes halfway and gives up. It's in the seats out of play. A strike one count to Mets shortstop, Mac Millen. Going to the bottom of the seventh, the league-leading Phillies and the San Francisco Giants are tied 1-1, playing this afternoon at the candlestick in San Francisco. Here is a pitch high. 1-1 one one to McMillan. Ed Sudol, the umpire behind the plate, and this is his birthday. One-one delivery. It's high for a ball. Two and one. Now pitch the tie. Three balls and one strike. Kansas City A's have scored another run in the top half of the ninth inning. They'll lead the Baltimore Orioles now by a score of seven to five. Going to the bottom half of the ninth at Baltimore. Pitch to McMillan's high, and he walks. Second walk issued by Drysdale. Puts McMillan on with one man out, and pitcher Jack Fisher coming up. With the Mets leading 4-3, the Dodgers have to protect against the possibility of the sacrifice here. Fisher struck out swinging and bounced into a force play so far. Here this afternoon, 15,885. Here's a bat down the first baseline, a foul ball. Fairly takes it off the line. That will bring McMillan back, and it's strike one to Jack Fisher. So the Dodgers, with a pay to turn to stay of 15,885, are still a little short of the two million paid, but uh, should reach that, I'd expect tomorrow night when the Pittsburgh Pirates come in here. Total paid attendance for the Dodgers, 1,989,567 for the season. The pitcher's inside the pitcher. He wasn't squaring, and he had to sort of jump back, get out of the way of the tight pitch at the belt buckle. Fairly comes over to say something to Drysdale about the manner in which they play a bunch of the right side. One and one is the count to Fisher. McMillan takes his lead. Pitch. Swung on and lined into left for a base hit for Fisher. Tommy Davis up for this place. It's back. Roy McMillan holds it second, and Fisher's on with a line single to left. 
Hit number five for the Mets off Drysdale gives them runners at first and second with one man out, and Bobby Klaus is coming up. Bobby is playing with quite a bit of hem stitching in that left forearm where he was cut by Dodgers center fielder Willie Davis the last time the Dodgers were in New York. Davis was gliding into second and was thrown out. And it took five stitches in the left forearm of Bobby Trout. So he's playing with that bandage. The Mets are leading by a score of four to three and this is the top half of the seventh inning. Drysdale's pitch inside as Bobby Klaus laid off at the last moment, pulling the stick back, and it's ball one. Sunday afternoon in sunny Southern California. From second base, Dick Krasuski comes into the mound to say something to Don Drysdale. Runners leading at first and second bases. There's a 1 0 pitch, and it misses low and away. So Drysdale goes behind 2 0 to Met leadoff man Bobby Cloud. At Candlestick Park, they're going to the top half of the eighth inning. The Phillies won and the Giants won. Drysdale looks in to John Roseberry to get his sign. As it now up and set. This is a 2-0 pitch. And it's high for a ball. So the count now goes three balls, no strikes to Cloud. He steps back, reaches down, gets a handful of dirt. There's a murmur through the stands as Drysdale has gone behind 3-0 here. Ed Craneville is waiting on deck. Cloud's looking for a sign from Don Hefner to tell him whether he is uh, free to swing away on 3-0 or if he is required to take. That is a managerial decision. Runners lead first and second. 3-0 pitch. And they're running. He swings and misses. And now hung up is McMullen. He goes back to second. Fisher is now hung up. And it's Gilliam running straight across and tagging Fisher. And McMullen holds it second. So the count is 3-1 to cross at the plate. As they had the runners moving on the pitch, 3-0, and and Klaus took a cut, missed, and the throw went down to Gilliam at third. He started running McMillan back to second. Mack made it, and then Gilliam ran straight across to tag Fisher. So there are two men out of runner at second, and a count of 3-1 and to Klaus at the plate. Play on Fisher actually goes 2-5, although the tag was made in the vicinity of first base. And this pitch is low and Klaus is trying to walk. So he goes to first, McMillan holds it second, and Cranesville will be coming up with two men out, and we're going to pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WGYWGFM's Connectivity for baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting. Stay tuned to WGY and WGFM. This is Lynn 
Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Manager Walter Alston of the Dodgers has gone to the mound to have a word with Don Drysdale, who has issued two walks in this inning. Ryan Paranowski, a left-hander, is up and throwing in the bullpen for the Dodgers. Austin arms folded, still talking to Drysdale. And umpire Ed Sudol goes strolling toward the mound. Try to get things underway here. After all, it's his birthday. Like to get uh, things moving. The Mets are leading in the game by a score of four to three. Drysdale's going to stay in the ball game as Austin just stays there until. Sudol arrives and turns and walks briskly now toward the dugout. Here's the final score. The Kansas City A's have defeated the Baltimore Orioles 7-5. West Stock gets the win and Chuck Estrada takes the loss. to Cranepool and it's low for a ball. McMillan is the runner at second. Cost is the runner at first. Drysdale looks for his sign. Cranepool is nothing for three today. Fly it out, fly it out, and ground it out. Drysdale checks and deals, and the pitch is thrown out it in the air to left field. A high fly ball, and Tommy Davis drifts underneath. He waits and he makes the catch. So the side is up, and that's got no runs, one hit, no errors, two left. Scores the end of six and a half is the Mets four and the Dodgers three, and here's music that says thirst no more. The New York Mets have added another ball player. The Mets have announced that they pitchers from the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, Tommy Parsons. He is a pitcher, six feet, six inches tall, 210-pound right-hander. He is 25 years old today, and he will join the New York club in San Francisco tomorrow. 25-year-old Parsons is a native of Lakeville, Connecticut. He divided his 1964 pitching between the Pirates Columbus Farm in the International League and the Oklahoma City Club of the Pacific Coast League. He won two, lost two in 10 games at Columbus, won six, lost four through September 12th at Oklahoma City. So Tommy Parsons will join the Mets in San Francisco. Willie Davis up, and the pitch is low for a ball. Charlie Smith protecting against the bunt, playing in on the edge of the grass at third base. Mets four, Dodgers three, going to the bottom half of the seventh, and Willie Davis asks that umpire Ed Sudol examine the ball. He does, takes it out of play. Jack Fisher's been in all the way for the New York Mets. Bringing the ground ball top to first. A big hop to Craneville. Waves Fisher off, makes the play unassisted. Willie Davis is grounded out to first base. There's one away, and Tommy Davis is coming up. He tripled the right center to drive in two Dodger runs in the first inning. He lined to right in the third. Hit into a fourth play in the fifth. Temperature here in Los Angeles today in the 80s. 
warm and sunny. And the pitch is low for a ball. delivery. Slip pitch outside. It's 2-0. And, oh. and a pitch that's in there for a call strike. 2-1 and one as Tommy Davis laid off and it caught an outside corner. Barrel action in the Met bullpen. Here's a pitch swung on it on the ground. Foul down back of first. Joe Becker, the coach at first, spinning around to get out of the way. Left-hander Bill Hunter is throwing in the bullpen for the Mets, and right-hander Dennis Ryband is throwing for the Mets. Here is a two-two pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to right field. Joe Christopher is there. Underneath, and he makes the catch. Two away, nobody on base. That will bring up Ron Fairley. He was on, on an error by Bobby Klaus on the ground ball in the fifth. Otherwise, grounded out and fouled out. Pitches in for a call strike. Breaking rolls it on the ground, foul back to first. Joe Becker feels that one. It ran up his arm. He made the second grab. Two strike count to Fairley. We're in the bottom half of the seventh inning, and the Mets are leading the Dodgers by a score of four to three. will be at Candlestick Park in San Francisco on Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon. Then they'll move on to Houston, Texas for a weekend series against the Houston Colts 45. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Two-strike delivery. Missed outside. It's one and two. Jack Fisher into the motion. And the pitch just missed outside. Two-two. Jack had taken one stride toward the dugout. He thought he was going to get a call strike three there, but not quite. Out instead is level two and two to Ron Fairley. And Fisher with a two two pitch. Swung on it on the ground to third. Charlie Smith has it. The long throw across is in time. Fairley has grounded out the sides retired in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Score at the end of seven full innings is the Mets four and the Dodgers three. 
All right, Ralph. Joe Christopher is up to lead off for the Mets. Pitches in for a call strike. Joe had a triple off Drysdale in the top of the porch. Otherwise, fouled out to first and fly out to center field. The big dodger right-hander deals. Pitches low for a ball. One and one. Ball hit down in the dirt, rolled away. So Sudol is examining the ball, and he's sort of working on it a little bit. He's going to leave it in play after he is through wiping it off thoroughly. Ron Paranowski, the left-hander up and throwing again in the Dodger bullpen. Here's a pitch from on and fouled off. One and two to Joe Christopher. Candlestick Park going to the bottom half of the eighth inning. It is still the Phillies one and the Giants one. One-two pitch to Christopher. Swung on, lined into right, and it's going to drop in there for a base hit. It is one out by Frank Howard, played back in. Christopher has his second hit of this ball game off Drysdale. It's a leadoff single here in the top of the eighth, and George Altman is coming up. Grounded out, single to left to drive in a run, and grounded out. Mets lead 4-3, so the Dodgers have to protect here against the possibility of the sacrifice. Larry Elliott is on deck. Barely holds against the runner at first. Left-hand batter up there. Here's the pitch high and away for a ball. Drysdale off the stretch. Altman squares, bunts the ball, and Drysdale will get it. He'll have to go to first, and he does to Trasuski covering. The sacrifice is affected, going 1-4 if you're scoring, and it moves Christopher to second base. Left-hand battle, Larry Elliott coming up. Slide to left, pops to first, and pops to second. Elliot asks that Sudol examine the baseball. Drysdale checks Christopher at second. Deals to Elliot and pitches in for a call strike one. Jesse Gondir moves out to the on-deck circle. And Christopher takes his lead. Strike one pitch, and this is low for a ball. It's one and one. The Mets, four runs on six hits. The Dodgers, three runs on six hits. Now Drysdale. We had a one-one pitch. 
Fired inside low, and Roseboro had to lean way over to scoop that one up. Two and one. Final score in the National Football League, the Minnesota Vikings have defeated the Baltimore Colts 34-24, to and that is the final score. Two-one pitch to Elliott. In there for a call strike. It's 2-2. Two, two. Elliott backs out of the batter's box. Drysdale set. 2-2 two, two pitch. And it's low. A full count of three and two. And that ball is down in the dirt. And again, Elliot asked that umpire Sudal look at the ball. Sudal is rubbing it off and leaves it in play. So we'll have a payoff pitch here from Don Drysdale to Larry Elliott with one man out and the runner at second base. Three-two delivery, swung on it in the air to left field on the line over near the wall, and Tommy Davis comes into foul territory and makes the catch. Christopher holding it second as Tommy Davis came speeding across the line into foul territory down the left field corner and made the catch. Two away, and catcher Jesse Gondi is coming up for the Mets. He is grounded out pitcher to first, walked, and later scored, and struck out swinging. John Roseburg calls time and goes out to have a word with Dodger pitcher Don Drysdale. Drysdale has won 17 games so far. Last year he won 19. The year before that he won 25. One of the top hands in the major leagues, Don Drysdale. Gets the Mets this year. He's won four games. He has lost none, and he has shut the Mets out in two of them. But right here at this point, the Mets are leading by a score of 4-3, to three, and this is the final meeting of the season between the Dodgers and the Mets. off the stretch to Gondir and it's swung on and fouled off right off the end of the bat out of play strike one count to Gondir we're in the top half of the eighth inning Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles California And Drysdale sets and deals. Pitches thrown on it on the ground to shortstop. Murray Wills has it across to Fairley, and the side is out. Broken back ground ball. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left, and the score at the end of seven and a half innings is the Mets four and the Dodgers three. Well, you know, everybody talks about the good old days, and now Rheingold brings them back in style at the New York World Fair. Yes, sir, Rheingold's Little Old New York is a nostalgic recreation of a corner of New York City as it was in 1904. A contrast to the strange and wonderful jet face sights you'll see at most of the other fair exhibits. Why don't you make it your own private oasis every time you visit the fair? When your feet are tired, when you're hungry or thirsty, just head right for Rheingold's Little Old New York, right across from the spectacular fountain of the planet. 
You'll find tasty snacks and fine meals, old-fashioned, moderate prices. You'll find a relaxing village green, and you'll also find your favorite beer. Refreshing Rheingold Extra Dry. So enjoy the real old-fashioned hospitality of Rheingold's little old New York whenever you're at the World's Fair. comes out of the Dodger dugout, lumbering up to the plate to lead off for the Dodgers. Frank uh, struck out swinging, was called out on strikes and walks so far in this game. Dodgers batting in the bottom of the eighth. In the National League today, St. Louis Cardinals beat the Chicago Cubs 15-2, and the Cincinnati Reds beat the Milwaukee Braves 9-2. Pittsburgh is at Houston tonight. Through eight innings, Phil's and the Giants tied 1-1. Here's a pitch low into the dirt. Ball one to big Frank Howard. The Mets leading by one run. The score is 4-3. Jack Fisher deals. Pitches in there for a call strike as Howard started forward and laid off the pitch. delivery. Swung on. And missed the strike two. He took the big touch that time. Now it settles himself in again. Jack Fisher in the easy motion. One-two pitch. Fired low and away for a ball. Two-two. Fisher for a moment, pauses, stares into the outfield, now turns slowly to look in for a sign from catcher Jesse Gander. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung out, hit deep to center, it's way back, going, going, and this one is at the wall, a home run! For Frank Howard at the full 10 time. Just into the corner of the bleachers, across the 410-foot sign, and the score is tied 4-4. Larry Elliott went right to the wall and jumped, but that one was several rows deep in the bleachers. That is Howard's first home run against the New York Mets this season. That completes the cycle. He has now homered against every team in the National League. Until that moment, he had homered against everybody but the New York Mets, but he took care of that little deficiency right there. John Roseboro will be coming up. Nobody out and nobody on. Double barrel action in the Mets bullpen now. Bill Hunter, the left-hander. Dennis Drive at the right-hander. The Mets four and the Dodgers four. And this is the bottom half of the eighth inning. There's a swing and a foul ball. Back and out of play for strike one. the crowd has come alive here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Jack Fisher's pitch swung on and missed. Two strike count. And the 
pitches in there for a ball strike three. Strikeout number five for Fisher as he caught Roseboro looking. One away on second baseman Dick Krasuski is coming up. Extra dry brewing tells you why Rheingold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. Rheingold after Rheingold. Krasuski is a right-hand batter. Hitting 256 with one home run and 24 runs batted in. Fisher's pitch is hit in the air to short right field. Klaus is backpedaling. He is calling and he one-hands the ball with Christopher backing him up. Two away and pitcher Don Drysdale will be the batter now for the Dodgers. Single, struck out, struck out. And here's a hand for big Don Drysdale. Fisher with the pitch, and it's thrown on and loops into left, and it'll be in there for a base hit. Hoffman retrieves it, plays it in, and Drysdale has his second hit of this ball game. He becomes potential tying run on base at first with two men out, or rather potential go-ahead run. The score is tied, 4-4. Maury Wills coming up. Wills is nothing for four in this game. Grounded out second to first. Pop to short, grounded out second to first, and pop to short. Manager Casey Stengel is going to the mound, and he wants the left-hander. That is the indication. Won't make much difference, really, about uh, Murray Wills. He's a switch hitter, and he's followed by Jim Gilliam, who's another switch hitter. And now, pitching coach Mel Harder calls Ed Cranevool over the first baseman to talk to him in front of the dugout. The sign is gone to the bullpen for the left-hander. Two men out of runner at first here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. So, Bill Hunter comes through the gate and comes marching in here. Jack Fisher has worked seven and two-thirds, has allowed four runs on eight hits. He has struck out five and walked three. Casey Stengel is still there at the mound with Fisher. Fisher tosses the ball over and starts for the dugout now. Hunter was obtained by the Mets from the Dodger organization year before last. Casey Stengel filling him in on the situation. He gets checked out with Gonder. At 
Candlestick Park in Philadelphia, they have completed... Uh, Candlestick Park in San Francisco, they have completed eight innings. The Phillies, not, uh, Phillies won and the Giants won. So they're going to the ninth, all tied, 1-1. Right here, we're all tied. The Mets, four, and the Dodgers, four. Two men out for the Dodgers, batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning. In National Football League action today, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the New York Giants 38-7. Joe Q. Herrick, the new coach of the Eagles, did a lot of trading in the offseason, and uh, in their opener, they have defeated the Giants 38-7. The Cleveland Browns beat the Washington Redskins, who also did a lot of trading in the offseason, by a score of 27-13. And the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 26-14. The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Baltimore Colts 34-24. Those were all final scores. And the Green Bay Packers defeated the Chicago Bears 23-12. At the end of the half, the Detroit Lions 16 and the San Francisco 49ers 7. The American Football League, the Buffalo Bills, defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 34-17. At the end of the half, the Boston Patriots 7 and the Oakland Raiders 7. Last night, the New York Jets got off to a big start before a big crowd at Chase Stadium defeating the Denver Broncos. Right now, Murray Wills is up batting right-handed against left-hander Willard Hunter. Drysdale takes his lead at first. Crane pool plays behind the runner. The pitch is in for a call strike to Murray Wills. Bill Hunter making his 33rd game appearance. He has a record of three wins and one loss. Bringing a foul ball. Foul on the right field line. The Phillies did not score in the top of the ninth, so the Giants are coming up. Bottom half of the ninth in San Francisco, tied 1-1 with the league-leading Phil. Bill Hunter, with his 3-1 record, won two of those games on the same day. He got credit for victories in both ends of a doubleheader over the Chicago Cubs when the Mets pulled them both out in sudden death, won the 10th and won the 9th. Two-strike delivery to Wills, and it's a little high for a ball, one and two. Willard Hunter has struck out 14 and walked five. That checks the runner over at first base, and here's a 1-2 pitch, and he's called out on strike. So Hunter comes in to get a strikeout. Will started to go laid off, was caught looking, and the Dodgers got a run. Two hits, no errors, one left, and the score at the end of eight full innings is the Mets four and the Dodgers four. Mars an off day. The Mets will be at San Francisco then for two, and then the Houston for the weekend series coming home to Jay Stadium in New York. On... Tuesday night, September 22nd, against the St. Louis Cardinals, and again on Wednesday afternoon against the Cardinals, and then the Cincinnati Reds will be in for a final weekend series. It'll be five games on three dates. On Friday night, September 25th, a twilight doubleheader starting at 6 p.m. between the Reds and the Mets. The Saturday afternoon game, September 26th, is a Ladies' Day attraction, and then Sunday afternoon, a doubleheader between the Mets and the Cincinnati Reds, and that is the final date for the Mets at Shea Stadium this season. Tickets are now on sale for all those games. Right now, we're going to pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WGY, WGFM Schenectady. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY and WGFM. 
This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kanter and Bob Murphy at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California, where the Mets will bring up Charlie Smith to lead off. He has a three-run homer that puts the Mets temporarily out in front. That was in the top half of the fourth inning. Don't forget that preceding that night game with the Cardinals at Shea Stadium on Tuesday, September 22nd, there'll be an Olympic home run hitting contest that'll feature pro athletes from every major sport except baseball, and they'll be dressed in the uniforms which they wear in their sport. And it should be a lot of fun, quite an event. Tennis player Billy Calvert will be there, among others. Here is the pitch, and it's in for a call strike to Charlie Smith. Charlie fouled out to first, hit a three-run homer into center field, and struck out swinging. Breaking ball in there for a call. Strike two to Charlie Smith. He questions the call of umpire Ed Sudol. Drysdale starts the motion. Swung on and foul back out of play. Count holds at two strikes. Charlie Smith is having a little set, too, with uh, umpire Ed Sudol right now. Sudol pausing before throwing a new ball out to Drysdale until he could uh, hear Charlie Smith out. He wanted to hear the last of that sentence, apparently. There's something in the early part of it that got his attention. Two strike count, and it's fired high for a ball. One and two. Roy McMillan waiting on deck. We're in the top half of the ninth inning here at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California. A one-two pitch, and it's in for a call strike three. Caught him looking, and he knew it. He marches to the dugout. Strikeout number four for Drysdale. Roy McMillan is the batter. Looped a single to right, was hit by a pitch ball and walked. So McMillan has been on base three times in this game. It's a swing and a drive deep to left. It's way back, but Tommy Davis is there, and he hauls it down to the out. Two men out, and Willard Hunter is coming out of the dugout, peeling off the jacket now. And a bat for himself here in the top half of the ninth inning. This is his first time to come to bat this season. It has been said that a relief pitcher doesn't bat much, and he's not going to bat here because he's called back now, puts the jacket back on, and Jim Hickman is going to bat for Willard Hunter. But Willard is in his 33rd game and hasn't been at bat yet. This is as close as he has come to being at bat this season. He got... uh, one step beyond the on-deck circle, and that was it. Now, Lindsey, with that many times not being at bat, I'm wondering where home plate was from the dugout. Yeah, it would be understandable if you started in the wrong direction. Now, Jim Hickman's up as the Mets hope he can go for a long one with two men out here, and the pitch is inside for a ball. He led the Mets in home runs last year with 17. 
So far this year, Hickman has hit 10. Fouls this one off and out of play. Of course, Charlie Smith today hit his 18th to uh, lead the club with that number. the count to Jim Hickman. The one-one pitch. Breaking ball high. Two and one to Hickman. Two men out. Nobody on base for the Mets. Batting in the top half of the ninth inning. The score tied. The Mets four and the Dodgers four. Five smart taste, the way you'd like a filter's cigarette to taste. Not too strong and not too light. Bites right, got the taste that's right. into the mound to take over as Bill Hunter was removed for the pinch hitter. He pitched the third of an inning and struck out Maury Wills, lying no runs, no hits. One strike out, no walks, and it's dry bat now. The Dodgers will send up Jim Gilliam, Willie Davis, and Tommy Davis in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Rybat is making his ninth appearance since joining the Mets. He has a record of one win and three losses. He has pitched 42 and one-third innings to this point. Struck out 30 and walked three. Jim Gilliam, of course, is a switch hitter, so he'll be batting left here against right-handed Dennis Rybant. The Dodgers have four runs on eight hits and no errors. The Mets have four runs on six hits and one error. Jack Fisher, of course, cannot be the winner or loser in this ballgame. 
So he will not in any case get his 11th win of the season, that for which he was hoping today. Ryben wants another ball, and he gets it. And here is Ryvan's first pitch. Low for ball one. This young man is a bundle of energy and confidence, too, for that matter. Constantly moving around out there, looking for the sign. Now starts the motion. 1-0 pitch, and it's low for a ball. 2-0. Officially, he goes behind the junior Gilliam. Willie Davis waiting on deck. Bottom half of the ninth. Now the 2-0 pitch. And it's low for a ball. And pitching coach Mel Harder is up in the Met bullpen. Or rather up in the Met dugout signaling down to the bullpen. They want some action down there. Manager Casey Single moving around in the Met dugout. Ryback's gone behind 3-0. This one is low, and he has walked Gilliam, a leadoff walk. In the bottom half of the ninth inning, Bill Wakefield is up and throwing now in the bullpen for the Mets. Well, in a ball game that is tied against a club that likes to run and runs bases well, issuing a leadoff walk in the bottom of the ninth is not the best way to long life and good health. Willie Davis, left-hand batter, squares, and the pitch is low, off the glove of Gondor, moves back, and Gilliam moves to second base. It's a wild pitch, charged against Ryback. So, Willie Davis was squared in the bunting position, but didn't have to bunt to get the runner to second, as he has moved there on the wild pitch. So now, Ryback really has his work cut out for him in a situation that is of his making. He walked... Gilliam on four pitch balls and on the fifth pitch he is thrown it was a wild pitch that allowed Gilliam to go to second here's a 1-0 pitch and Davis squares bunch the ball down the first baseline Crane Poole has it he'll have to go to first and he does not get it there in time as Klaus came over to cover and the play was handled cleanly but Willie Davis beat it out and Jim Gilliam moved on to third Crane Poole came up took a long look at third and when Willie Davis is running down the first baseline you don't have time to look It'll be scored as a base hit on the butt. Now, Tommy Davis is coming up. The potential winning run is in scoring position at third base now with Willie Davis at first and nobody out. Dodgers batting in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Tommy Davis triple to drive in two runs in the first inning. Line to right. Hit into a force play and slide to right. Mets have to bring the infield in. They have to bring the outfield in as well here. Runners at first and third. No point in playing the outfielders deep because on a fly ball deep, the runner would tag and score and the game would be over anyway. So they're going to walk Tommy Davis intentionally to load the bases. That's to set up a force at home. It'll be Ron Fairley coming up. Here's the pitch outside ball to Tommy Davis is being intentionally walked to load the bases. There's nobody out. 
Kelly swinging those bats as he strides up. It's ball three now. And here is ball four. So Tommy Davis goes to first. Ron Lodge is up and throwing in the Met bullpen now, along with Bill Wakefield. Willie Davis moves to second. Jim Gilliam holds it third. Tommy Davis on at first, and left-hand batter Ron Fairley is coming up. Met infielders are being moved in. Met outfielders are being moved in even closer now. And Gandhi goes out to talk to Ryband. Infield in, outfield in. What a spot for young Dennis Ryband. Dodgers have four runs on nine hits. The Mets have four runs on six hits. But the Dodgers are making a big bid here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. George Altman in left is being waved in even more, but he hasn't seen the signal yet. Now he moves in a half step. And here is the pitch. Swung on it. On the ground, the first train pull knocks it down. Can't handle it. The run scores and the game is over. As Gilliam comes on from third, it was a little dribbler down the crane pull. He is charged with an error on the ball. Cranepool was trying to swing around to get in position to throw so that he dropped the ball. Made no play, and all hands were safe. Gilliam scored from third. Nobody out when the winning run was scored, and the Dodgers have won it by a score of five to four. As Jim Gilliam was walked on four pitch balls by Dennis Ryband, moved to second. On the wild pitch, moved on to third when Davis bunted and beat it out for a base hit. And then Gilliam scored on the error committed by Crane Boom. So, the Dodgers have defeated the Mets by a score of 5-4. to four. And to tell you something of how they did it, here's Ralph Kiner. 